Salutations! This is Cage's Kiss, the Nicholas Cage-based podcast that examines his life and times and cleans Colonel's wisdom from his cinematic masterpieces. But mostly, it's about beef. I'm a guy with a score to settle. Or Adrian. Oh my god. I, too, have a score to settle with many of the people in this movie, and (laughs) I'm Donnie substituting for why am I here? I don't recall being here, but I am here. And Donnie, aren't there normally three persons on this podcast? Yeah, but Linda's in a coma, so she can rot there. Oh, uh, well, later on, maybe we should stop by and place a bloody, ba- bloody uh, baseball bat in her uh, yeah, moving hands. Yeah, we can we can place some incriminating evidence on her and tell her how we blamed her for our whole lives. Oh, oh yeah, no, out. stick a dime bag in the pocket of her hospital apron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get her in some real trouble. Just put a bloody glove on her and call it a day. Th- that's it, yeah, no. Well, so this is only our second Sausage Fest episode, as near as I can tell. Yeah. And uh, although, unlike the first one, this is going to be a non-toxic Sausage Fest episode. Yeah. Because <laughs> that first one might have been a little toxic there, Wesley. Just, just a little lot of. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> listeners, if you heard that one, and if you don't know what we're talking about, we're sorry anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> but are we? Uh, well, I mean, nobody could have foreseen that. There was just nothing nobody could do, Frankie. Yeah. Oh, God. It's but Chinatown, you, Adrian. You know, Donnie, like doing another Sausage Fest episode, it ain't that hard. Why? It's just like falling off a bike into a vagina. Yeah, it's like jumping onto a bike without the seat and then wondering how you're going to pedal. <laughs> yeah, so there's a, we, we watched a movie this week, I guess, and it's got all kinds of memorable dialogue. and <laughs> name me one line from oh, well, this movie <laughs> okay I can name you a line for this movie the trouble is that this movie didn't use it first oh yeah yeah because they had the fucking gall to use bitches leave yes thank you it's I'm, like yes. nobody's swimming in coke you're not no. Kurtwood Smith nothing no. that's happening here is cool <laughs> no and he's not cool saying bitches leave now now, Cage's later career is like a lot of guys' later later careers. A lot of guys who got identified as like action stars and stuff, kind of yeah. like later John Wayne or later Charles Bronson or the guys who actually are in line with Cage, like Statham and Seagal and Bruce Willis. Um, but uh, this this movie, uh, the story is supposed to be kind of admitting that because the original title of this screenplay was Old Man. <laughs> Which explains some of the things in the movie. Yeah, because there's because there's a there's a line that keeps coming where anytime Cage doesn't get something or is a little out of place, they're like, "Things have changed since your time, old man." Yeah, welcome to the 20th century, old man. Whoa, old man doesn't know what a cell phone is. Get with <laughs> that times, old man. That's, well, actually, oh. we kind of had some in 1997 when I went to prison. Old man doesn't know cell phones. Old so man old. doesn't know how prostitutes work 
apparently, man, what, why didn't we watch Edmund instead with William H. Macy? That, that would have so been at least better. better. It would have been something. I, though I, I like that one. That's got a lot of funny prison shit in it. The you know? only thing that I enjoyed in this, because I thought, oh, yeah, old people would love that, is there's a point when Nick Cage has to try to contact his son. And oh, he decides to have a bellboy tell him how to unlock his phone. And then yeah, the living says version of Anton Yelchin. Yeah. yeah, and then he says, I will pay you $500 if you Google search for me. <laughs> and can you look up all the old folks' retirement communities in the state? Sir, I got to go fold towels and, like, put those paper bands I'll around the toilets, even though we didn't clean them. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I will Google the hell out of the things for you, old man. <laughs> things have changed since your time. Yeah, I want when to the look whip up comes the, down. I want to look up hot, chubby Navajo bitches. Can you find <laughs> that on my phone, please? <laughs> what? Are you crazy? That bitch is an Apache. You're fucking it up. You're ruining it for me. <laughs> is there anything this phone can't do? <laughs> it's called. It's called old man, and he's an old man. They should have had yeah. a stand-in for Clara Peller show up and ask him, "Where's the beef?" Yeah. <laughs> oh God, how oh, this would have been wonderful God. if Walter Matthau was playing him instead. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's not as if Cage did a shitty job. Um, uh, but again, well, okay, well, there. okay, okay. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. Everybody, everybody gives throws actors a bone when they're in a bad movie. It's like, oh, they did a good yeah. job. It wasn't their fault. And it's like this movie has the logos at the beginning of this movie. One of them is Saturn Films. And Cage is one of the producers. So, yes, he did do a bad job because as an executive producer, you're supposed to keep control of the movie and make sure it doesn't turn into this. Yeah. Like, because once again, and we're always here, by the way, once again, we're in a place where Cage uh, turns out something that, like, has some lopsided potential just sort of squished into it. And in the end, you get something that's both not good and also not bankable. Yeah. It's like, this is great. Now nobody's happy. Pretentious people don't like it. Fans of, like, action movies and shit don't like it. Like, it's not funny enough to get by. So no. it, this is this one This one is called a score to settle, if that wasn't clear. And, and, and uh, But it might still not be clear at the end because it's a generic fucking title. It really, really is. And there was no... I mean, it's not even until the end, really, that you learn what his score to settle was. It's like yeah, well, yeah, because there's a stupid fucking twist in this. It really was. It was. It was barely even a twist. More like an explanation. You're well, just yeah, like, no, oh, it's, it's okay, kind so of a, you kind of just shrug when you when you get there, and and it, and it's all like, okay, so before he gets out of jail early because he's fucking dying of insomnia, yeah. and they're like, hey, hey, uh, you you like you like club drugs, Cage? Like, what are you talking about? I'm old and don't know what that is. Hey, Cage, take some GHB. Come again, excuse me, I love my dead wife. No, Cage, you need to take these fucking roofies. Yeah. What? Oh, no, I don't need to sleep. Cage, you will literally die if you don't sleep. No, it's fine. I'm on a quest for revenge. I'll sleep when I'm dead <laughs> because I have a death wish. And I'm filled with rage. Yeah. So there's that. So we get we get to, we're we're back to dying of the light where we got we got the unreliable narrator whose brain's fucking up. 
Yeah. And you you toss on there some Sixth Sense or some Fight Club or some shit. So yeah, it's 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 Fight Sense or Sixth Club right right up in here. I'm just going to yeah, say. Yeah, pretty much. Uh we're going to we're going to blow the spoiler here. We're going to blow the ass right off it. But uh let let me give you the raw data here first about about how this got diarrhea all over us. Um So this happened uh, August 2nd, 2019. Um so they waited a long ass time to release that that's a pretty yeah. large gap for no cage movies actually um but it's actually also you know to toot our own horn here it's the first cage movie released since we started doing this podcast uh so therefore this is the first cage's kiss uh you know doing a cage movie inspired by cage's kiss i mean obviously obviously because cage heard us mention things like hookers baseball bats jail and then he went and made this he didn't get the memo. He wasn't really listening. He just no, heard well, the well, words. We do wish that he'd listened closer, that's for sure. Um, now, we don't know how much it cost. It was shot in Canada. Probably not for that much. But um, what, it, what it made was $171,000 worldwide. Jesus. Um, which, which is low, even for these. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, so it went to theaters in Portugal and Ukraine, and naturally it did its most bang-up business in the United Arab Emirates. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> uh, but o- over there, it only went to number 11. It was behind Ooh. stuff like uh, Frozen 2, uh, Ford versus Ferrari, Knives yeah. Out, and 21 Bridges with that dead guy. Yeah, that's... I don't know, 11 is still pretty high for this movie, because this I mean, just, it's I mean, damn. it's too high, but, like, we, we see that his movies always fare better over there, even when yeah, they're yeah. this, so... Well, I mean, also, it's one of those, just given the films you naturally have there, it's you kind of depend on independent cinema to save your life. Yeah, no, they get they get some of the, the A-list stuff that gravitates yeah. over there. I, I'm assuming there's a censorship factor because of certain Cage's movies that did not make it over there. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't thoroughly understand it, but, um, and, and then you get the local shit and everybody rolls their eyes like, oh, look, local shit. Oh, you see this? Somebody from here tried to make a movie. Poor bastard. Don't they know the real (laughs) movies are shot in Canada? Exactly. Canada (laughs) land is where New York is for all of us in film. (laughs) Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know where they were supposed to be set. Really. You see him get out of jail and there's like, there's like travel montages and it looks Oh, I mean, it looks yeah. like Wyoming, you know, but yeah, yeah. So does a lot of Canada. So maybe this was supposed to be Nebraska. I don't know. <laughs> but of course, we know that it's in USA land because one of the characters in there's name is Q or San Quentin. Because ah, why not? oh, like in that California, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody, uh, there's some star fucking power in this one because Law and Order's own <laughs> Benjamin Bratt is in this. Yeah. <laughs> Benjamin Brad, who was born in 1963, uh, and he was in Red Planet and that 2004 Catwoman. <laughs> and oh, I guess God. he was in Doctor Strange, but he was not in that good 1979 Doctor Strange. So I don't no, know if we need to talk about that. He also that. was in The Shield, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, I saw I saw I had a couple of shows. I gloss over a lot of those because, like, you know, you show, you show me blocks of TV shows. My eyes just kind of glaze over like, oh, I didn't see oh, that. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. You know, because there's so many fucking shows, you know, and like that's that's like the most reliable place you can get work in the entertainment industry. That's why a lot of directors wind up there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, this this one is uh, directed by a guy named Sean Koo. 
K U. Um, yeah, it's freaking Koo, bro. Um, but Sean Koo, uh, he went to Harvard, man. Um, yeah. And he did a movie called Beautiful Boy with Michael Sheen, which, which I haven't seen. I didn't, there wasn't, there didn't seem to be a lot of information on it, but Michael yeah, yeah. Sheen's pretty cool. I mean, you know, yeah, when he's not in a Twilight movie, you know. Yeah. Um, and he did an MTV musical called The American Mall. Which was from the people who brought you High School Musical. But unlike oh, High School Musical, it got really poor ratings and everybody just didn't give a fuck. I haven't seen oh, it. Really? And it's, but if it's related at all with High School Musical, I'm never going to watch it. So that is a safe way to live your life. <laughs> yeah. Cause <laughs> like I've watched a lot of fucking shit. I've done a lot of masochistic shit with my viewing habits, but I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to draw a line someplace, guys. I wanted to draw the line at this movie because just trying to get through it, I'm like, God, how much more do I have? I'm like, I have no. an hour and 40 minutes to go. Okay, well, it did It did have the exact same effect on me. I'm not going to lie because yeah. it, it actually – usually I can I can usually sort of get a first sitting in yeah, yeah. and then go from there. But I, I found it a lot harder on this one. Um and just, and um it, and I I I guess that's pacing. It's a, it's a there's a big pacing issue uh, taking place because there's there's a lot of weird chunks uh sort of stuck together on this one. And I'm, oh yeah, like yeah. the twist we were talking about that comes at the seventy six minute mark, and the movie like runs I think like barely a hundred minutes altogether. It's um, just yeah. and like there's more movie from there even though there doesn't need to be, and it's really non atmospheric and like and also by the way the first time I went through this I missed the twist. Oh well, I mean, I can because, understand that because yeah. well, well, it's 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 visual. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. done visually, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think movies should be able to do that because they're they're a fucking visual medium, um, and a lot of better filmmakers have done this exact same twist uh, visually. <laughs> yes, followed by a montage, and and like and it's like and it's like there's dialogue illuminating it later, but the dialogue does not make it clear the th- no. full nature of the twist. You know. Um, yeah, but it, uh, it, it, even with yeah. like the visual, it's like yeah, you get the visual, and then you get the little flashbacks, but it's still yeah. not directly addressed. You literally have to yeah. still be awake to pay attention to that. Well, right, no, and and again, there's nothing wrong with doing it understated like that no. because you know I like Ingmar Bergman and shit like that. You know, yeah, like yeah. like uh, Antonioni. Um, but um, but yeah, no, the, the trouble is is that the movie has to still make you pay attention to it. To, yeah. to get to that point. And while I don't think this is the this is this is not like the worst cage movie of the 2010s um because there's there's some there's some semi respectable quality is taking place um yeah. but there's a lot there's a lot of lack of discipline going on too really um is. I I think part of the problem comes from our writer also uh, uh yeah. a a guy named John Stuart Newman uh he also mostly did TV <laughs> Oh boy yeah, so he did check this out. So he did uh the Get Shorty TV series. Oh, that's um, right. Some show called Dirty Work. Um <laughs> and 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 check this. So 50 episodes of Days of Our Lives. Oh god. Yes, the soap opera. That's who you want <laughs> writing your action movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a guy who's got to like like whip up some stupid uh, complication for a fifteen minute episode, and then he's off the hook until next time. Like, like that's the guy you want writing that, your. Honestly, that movie. does make some sense with how this is because this just seemed almost like a boring stage production, but also <laughs> just it's it's like it's like the main thing that made me think of this is every time 
Cage comes back to his apartment or the hotel they're renting. Yeah. And he just looks like he has been on a bender from hell. And he just emotes letting us know he's worried about his son by just drunkenly screaming for his son. Yeah, yeah, he's like, Joey, Joey boy, yeah. like, you Joey, come down here Joey? now, Joey, and then Joey. He finds him, he's just like, oh, oh okay, hey, let, let, let's go out, get, go buy your stuff. Let's, let's, let's eat hookers and drive phones. Yes, exactly. Welcome yeah. to the 21st century. <laughs> so, so Joey, their cage's son is Noah LaGrosse. Yeah. Um. And he is the son of James LaGrosse from fucking Phantasm 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, hey, your dad's cool. What's your problem, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I've been in some shit, but wow. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he was he was on that the thing, The Get Down. Um, oh, and he okay. was in some 2019 thing called The Beach House, I which I haven't that. seen. Looks like a virus movie or something. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, It's actually not too bad. It was okay, better than I was that. expecting. It's a little bit. It's probably more... better than this. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It's more okay. subtle. It's well done, and it's got some uh, Lovecraftianness to it. Oh, okay. Uh, and it looks like the same year he did a horror thing called Depraved, which yeah. I also haven't seen. But that thing had a really fucking cool looking poster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, man, I want to watch the movie of that poster. If the movie that goes with it actually doesn't go with it, somebody just needs to make a movie based on the poster. Yeah, like Photoshop the poster. That's what everyone does now, more or less. But yeah, I mean, this is well. This is what's disappointing though about like going through like an Amazon streaming. Like I'll be I'll be jonesing for my kind of horror movies, okay. and there'll be a lot of movies made within the last fifteen years that want to look like my horror, kind of horror movies. Yeah, and it literally doesn't go any further than the title and the packaging. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I and know it's exactly like, what you're talking about. Like, why are you trying to sell this thing as a as a, like '80s '70s nostalgia trip if you're not going to put in the effort to make it like because include '70s and '80s things? <laughs> yeah, and then I and then and then I stop watching after about 12 minutes after I establish like, oh, there's nothing going on here. Yeah, and it's sad because there's even some movies that do the whole like, hey, look, we're a '70s inspired film. We totally even promise you, and then you look at it. And it looks like it was something that was shot on like VHS, not in a good way. That's like, oh, you're going no, with theme. no, it's no. Like, this was with yeah. a like, not even VHS. That's saying bad. This is like mini DV camcorder. Yeah, no, no, in the backyard. It, I I call it shittio. Yeah, yeah, shittio. That works. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like, and and this is the thing. Like, even if you have the right equipment, like like the monitor stuff, like a Red One camera, like what this movie mm-hmm. was probably shot on. Yeah, you can still fuck that up. It's not gonna make it good all by itself. Like like. No. And, and a lot of people they'll 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 take HD and they'll use it as an excuse not to do any kind of pre-production. Yeah. There's no there's no uh, lighting. There's no fucking blocking in a lot of these goddamn things. Like that Alec Gerhardt son of a bitch whose movies are actually getting distributed now. Who started oh. out making fucking Joker fan films with religious bents. That son of a bitch. <laughs> well, I mean, even it's like, like in, uh, going on this tangent as well about uh, yeah ca- fam- camera equipment. It's like looking at something like The Room and knowing that Tommy Wiseau spent thousands upon hundreds of thousands of dollars on high-tech equipment to film in HD and to make Bought this cinematic. Bought the cameras, both of yeah. them. <laughs> it's like to make this so cinematic. And then you look at someone like John Carpenter who was given $300,000 to make Halloween 
And about 200,000 of that went to buying cinematic cameras to make it look cinematic. There is a world of difference between those two. (laughs) It's like, and what's Uh, even worse is they were coming out of fucking film school when they made that goddamn thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, no, yeah, a lot, a lot of this, a lot of this fucking shit. I this is this is a thing that I used to do all the time. By the way, it's like I'd go to the theater. And I'd see some some cheapo fucking thing like 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 um and and uh, and and you go to IMDb and a lot of people would be jizzing all over it, be like, wow, I can't believe they made this amazing movie for only five million dollars or something like yeah. that. And I and I'll get on there and I'm like, motherfucker, Mad Max costs sixty thousand dollars. Yes, El Mariachi costs seven thousand dollars. Exactly. Those are movies that I would watch again on purpose. I'm never going to watch this goddamn thing again. No, but it is exactly like you said. It is squarely on the shoulders of the writer because there were good people that looked like they had some talent. And then there's people like the pimp that just have absolutely nothing going for whatsoever. <laughs> what, no, what are you talking about, dog? My name's Trip. I'm going to hook you up with some horizontal refreshment. Yeah, don't touch like, those ladies' wrongs, dog. Yeah, oh, you guys, you got the life, huh? Nice hotel room, expensive car, nice clothes. Well, 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 well. Two guys got in this car, but I'm only going to dress and look at one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I got oh, a twist for you, Holmes. Ghosts. Yeah, ghosts. <laughs> fucking ghosts. Oh, fucking hell. So this is, yeah, this is, this is, this is your angry old uh, gangster movie, Gets Out of Jail. Gangster guy gets out of jail after taking the fall for his boss for a shitload of money. Yeah, and and they were supposed to look after his family while he was inside, and he gets out and he wants to he wants revenge because he's got a beef, <laughs> a score to assumably settle. It's it's like you know that that title came right off the rack, man. It's like you probably already had the really, poster yeah. made up before it was written. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, look what I made on my computer here. Just let me scroll down and I'll show you. This is what we're making. You know, that's also how we got Castle Freak, and I wish we'd watch that instead. God, that's an amazing movie, too. Right? Memorable scenes in it. I know, right? Oh. And it also has a prostitute. Right? (laughs) And, and, uh, And Jeffrey Combs playing a way better bad dad. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But at least you knew what was going on in that movie. This is just, uh, there's like yeah. so many paths. Again, it's like a choose your own adventure, but nobody chose their adventure. They're just like, yeah, I'll pass the cave. Like, but, but that's what the adventure is. Like, yeah, let's just keep walking because it's like, okay, he goes out, he gets out of prison. He runs yeah. into his son and you don't even know it's his son. His son's just later. walking down the road. He doesn't get a yeah. bus. He doesn't get a cab. His son just shows up. He's like, I didn't think you'd be here. Well, I'm here, and I'm going to be wearing the same thing the rest of the movie, if that's all right. Yeah, I'm going to look like a junkie, but I swear I'm clean. It's like, okay, sure, yeah. And then they get in a cab mysteriously, and he We don't know where it came from. Yeah, Yeah. and then he stops. He finds his money, which, I'm sorry, but if a house has been abandoned for 17 years, people would have been digging through a lot of the shit in that house. But he buried his money with the evidence in the backyard. They pick it up and he's like, okay, we're going to go to a hotel and I'm just going to spend all this money because F the guys I took the fall for. Oh, it's like, dude. Okay, this, this could lead to so many things. It could be like they might find out he's out. He's got their money and they want to get at him. But no, there's, there's just nope. nothing. Even his wanting revenge just kind of happens like an old man moment. 
It's like you know what would have been a better twist though. And goes, oh, that's right. I'm supposed to get revenge. I should go get a gun for this revenge. Well, you know what would have been a better twist though is that is that in the flashback he, he sees that he went back to the house not to dig up mom- money but to steal copper pipe. Yeah, and he figures funny. out that 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 he, he doesn't he doesn't have a brain disease and that he's just hopelessly addicted to meth. <laughs> he wasn't in the presidential suite. He was in a refrigerator box. That's uh, these guys. Uh... EFAP on YouTube were doing the same when they watched uh, the Lord of the Rings and the whole thing of Gandalf fighting Saruman in his tower and having a wizard battle. They're just thinking, what if he was just really, really, really high and this was all (laughs) happening in his head and he's just spinning circles on the floor. (laughs) Like, so you fought him and you're on top of a building and a giant butterfly or eagle came and saved you. Yeah, it was awesome. He's in a back alley puking in his beard, being yes. like, ah, oh, Bombadil. Yes, exactly, Tom Bombadil. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's the only way you could pronounce that name. Honestly, the, what would have been a really fun twist in this, uh, because like you said, you find out that his son who he's been with has been dead for years. He died yep. in, in like, like 2004. Yeah, yeah, 2004, something like that. And none of that ever happened. It was just him on his own. I would have really liked it if once you found out that the boss he was going after supposedly faked their death after having a stroke or some such, that what if he actually was the boss and he was misremembering all this because of his Alzheimer's? Because that's also the weirdest thing they tie in. Is they tie in that he has insomnia, which is going to lead to him having Alzheimer's and he's going to die. Well, you know, early on, I think I texted that this was rage meets meets a dying of the light, and like yeah, and like yeah. that would have been in keeping with the rage thing. It's like, oh, wait, this is all my fault. Yeah, oh, exactly. I gotta, I gotta change the equation. I can't go back and fix it this time. And he turns the gun on himself, and and then Bruce Willis disappears. Yes, um, exactly. This could have um, been his I, well, be, before. <laughs> oh god oh god i rewatched that not too long ago either <laughs> and i'm like oh wait a minute they tried to package this as a horror movie but it's just not it's just exactly. waking bullshit exactly uh, uh people butterfly effect in the original draft of the script uh uh fucking uh, ashton kutcher is basically jesus yeah 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 it's the stupidest fucking story ever <laughs> <laughs> But uh, in in uh, in Escort is settled though early on I thought I thought they were gonna do something a little bit more like the fucking uh, stupid ass matchstick man twist. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like it's like so is, you're my son. It's like yeah, I'm 19 years old and the last time you saw me, it's like ooh or is he? Ah, that guy yeah. might not be your son. Ah, at the last minute he's gonna shoot you in the back of the head as the train goes by. Just watch. Yeah. Well, same thing, like, with the whole, like I mentioned, the whole choose-your-own-adventure theme that this fo- this movie followed, when he went to go and shower, and he couldn't find his son after, I'm like, okay, yeah, he's left with the money. It's like, he did not look like he's going to stay there. Yeah, You're going to find yeah. out he's working with the bad guys or something, or he's going to well, take like, off with the money, get They even and... drop you hints that he's still using. You yeah, know? yeah. Because they're it's toying just, with you. There's so many paths this could have taken. There's so many different things it could have done to be well, interesting. Our mistake was was uh, basing our expectations on like a realistic organized crime story, yeah, and, and not like this films. wanky, like yeah. like sad old man ghost story. Yeah, which again, um, that's, that really does fit with the whole. This used to be called old man because of the fact that yeah, he's just 
the way he acts, the way he's treated, the way he takes his revenge out. Yeah. It just, it's all like happenstance. Things just kind of happen and that's it. There's no planning to this at all. The only thing you know he what, actually um, does in achieving his revenge is killing one person. That's it. Yeah, the, yeah, it just shoots the one guy in the dick. Um well, no, oh, the, and the, uh, and the meat the man, the, the meat uh, man the too. Shop. Yeah, you're you're right. The meat, yeah, yeah. he kills, the, he shoots the meat man in the head, and he shoots the the uh, the other guy uh, in the yeah, dick in the face. They're like, they're not gonna call you dragon anymore. Yeah, uh, and I thought he was just gonna like leave him alive and dickless, but yeah, uh, no, we great. also shot him in the head too. Um, yes. But uh, fuck, no, but like like honestly though, those parts, stuff like that, is kind of what makes it all sadder. Because yeah. there's parts every now and then where they try to make it back into the action movie that they're selling it as. Yeah. Now I don't. I didn't see any information about studio interference on this either. Um, no. This. So so this 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 might have actually all been filmed as scripted. Uh, yeah. But no, every now and then there's a scene where there's gunfights and shit. You're like 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 uh, like Cage <laughs> getting like hairsprayed in the eye and like having to beat up a guy and stuff, and yeah. then he runs away. And then this music starts playing, <laughs> <laughs> this generic straight to video action movie yeah. music, and you're like, oh oh no, you think you're you think this is like a Bruce Willis thing right now? Oh, I oh god, even the the shootout that happens, like he goes and visits the mob boss, sees that he's in a coma. Oh yeah, they completely decides, undo oh, that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, cause, like, no, because they're they're at the they're at the shady rest, fun time retirement coma community, yes. and then you go out front, and you got shiny green grass, and and that and that that one dude, the dragon dudes, starts shooting at him. He's like, hey, this place is tapioca pudding and shuffleboard and stuff for people who are old, old like you. You are an old man. Well, that's that's how it's again even funnier. It's like he, you see, the dragon is waiting for him outside. Like, okay, there's gonna be a setup. Something's gonna happen. Maybe the boss is gonna pick up the bat and beat Cage, and he'll be tied to a chair. Oh, dude! Like, if nope, this ended like Cutter's way, that would have been so fucking metal. Yeah, instead, all or, you like get you're is not even this, sure, and then at the last yeah. minute, killed. Yeah, you know? all you get instead is just this lazy, half-assed. Oh, well, I'm gonna let him go in, and then I'll start shooting at him once he comes out. It's like, okay, sure, that works, I guess. And yeah, then it's back it's like, to just nothingness. So it's a whole fucking Well, actually, no, there is something. It's like, I he mean, does learn who it is that uh, was pulling the strings. Yeah, like, yeah. I can't remember again, his name, yeah. though. He came here for seven years. It's just, you know, he's so nice. Yeah, well, that's the other twist, is is that is that uh, uh, Cage's friend, bartender Benjamin Bratt, Q, uh, was 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 uh, was secretly running this mafia uh, um, the whole time, and like yeah. and like claiming that the old guy was doing it, even though the old guy was in a coma. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, did I, give a fun scene. I was thankful for it's uh, it's after Cage shoots him and he's hallucinating, and mm-hmm. it's during his daughter's what the Q's daughter's wedding on the day of his daughter's decides, wedding. You know what? You're just not worth it. And drops the gun and leaves. And the guy's fucking oh. daughter shoots the dying. I, cage I wrote. I wrote that down. Like he's clearly like <laughs> like deflated. He's a fucking dying sad sack of shit. And yes. he's unarmed. And he's leaving. And then she puts a bullet through his shoulder. Like fuck you, fuck you. I hate you. You ruined yes. my wedding. This is my special. And, and you're thinking like. Dude, you were there for that whole scene. You know what this is about, you stupid cunt. Yeah, you heard your father admit that he killed his son for no reason. And, and, and no, but you know what? This is my day. This is about me. This is my big day. Yes. And you know what? Anybody trying to make it about them, I'm sorry. No. 
I love that the look he had on his face was almost just a couple hairs away from him just saying, bitch, are you for real? <laughs> it's just like, I'm fucking shot and dying. Why did you yeah, do yeah, this? It's like, it's like, it's like, you're going to pick up a fucking like nasty ass escape from New York looking assault weapon and shoot a guy with <laughs> yeah. it when he's leaving in the back, you stupid bitch. Oh, it was oh beautiful. God. Oh, yeah. Uh uh, uh, oh yeah, ghosts can make video calls, but there's no record of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, that must have been the funniest thing for those employees to see Nick Cage shopping for a cell phone, looking behind him and laughing. Oh god. Okay, no, I have a I have a cell phone uh, sales story for that. Oh, actually, oh, oh. no. Uh, god damn. Okay, so you know how technology is big and scary, especially if you're older and you're not used to it, and if you don't have somebody to show it directly to you, right? Yeah. So I worked at at, uh, at Walgreens, you know, for a couple of years, and we we sold some chintzy ass like flip phones and stuff there, right? Yeah. And there was this older woman, you know, like middle aged lady, you know, like I don't know, like like you know, like you know, mid fifties maybe. Um, um, and 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 she wants to buy a phone, and she's got a story about how she thinks her ex hacked her old phone. Okay, I've heard stories like this. Yeah, so so she pays for the phone, and she's taken it out of the box, and the service isn't set up or anything. She hasn't done a phone card or anything like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And she's trying to, like, dick around, look at the phone's menus. And, and you know, you know how on those flip phones the controls are not great? You know, like yeah. it's got that, that four-way pad thing, you know, and if you hit it just wrong, it'll, get, it'll go off in some other direction. Yeah. So that happens, and she's like, oh, my God, he's in this phone already. Do-do-do-do. She thinks that he's hacked the phone. It's like, lady, that phone has nothing to do with anyone or anybody. Like, there's no he's service. Just that good of a hacker. You can't. Yeah, I said. I told her. I said you couldn't even call that phone. It isn't a phone yet until it's set up. She's yes. like, no, it is. He's already. And they're like, no, you're just hitting the buttons wrong. And I keep trying to point out to her, and she's like, so she needs to make a fucking return. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't even. And I and I, I walk I walk I walk to the office that's behind the photo counter, and I say to one of the managers, I'm like, I'm done with this woman. Could you do her return? She's insane because <laughs> like i had this moment in there where, where i'm like oh my god dude your paranoia knows no bounds you should probably be in a straitjacket exactly <laughs> I mean, i've had people do stuff like this and i've also had to do the uh from my end it's like you were the one selling the phones i was the one working at the call center so i would get the same thing of these paranoid people it's like i know they're cheating on me i want you to look up this number for me <laughs> can do it. it's like, i want times i want days i want to know how long they were talking to no, them no. And then what's they your first whole, and last name because you're going to do this for me then they begin the whole i want to change the password on this account i want to lock them out of it oh, so they can't change we had a this. lady like that at the alarm center she would look at all the arms and disarms like like yeah. for her system she'd yeah. make you give her she, she, you'd have to give her all the times you'd have to email and fax them to her also but the funniest thing I love with customers, and I love, I well, let's not say love. I tolerate most people. But the funniest thing is you. when they have to lie to you when they don't. They don't need to lie to you, but they're going to. And it's like they're having trouble with their phone. So you tell them, okay, are you calling me from this phone right now? Because I have to reset it, which is going to sever the call if you're calling from it. And they say, no, I'm, I'm not on that cell phone at all. Are you sure? And they just like, yeah. didn't believe you. Yeah. And then as soon as you click to reset their phone, conversation's over. 
It's like, oh, you dumbass, you were on your fucking phone. Why'd you lie? <laughs> <laughs> but people do this. It's like, even when you tell them what will happen, they don't say, hold on, I will go and get my home phone and call you all back to do this. Yeah. It's like, no, just, just do it. I'm already on the phone with you and take care of it and f- fix my shit. Make it work. Yeah, I ran into that when I had to when I had to switch phones four years ago, and so I need I actually needed to do it at work with a coworker's phone because I didn't have a third phone because <laughs> I, I screwed it up. I think I left one of them on when it, when it was trying to do the electronic transfer, and so like oh, I had yeah. to get in with some operator for like thirty minutes. Oh, uh, fun cell phones! Of, it's another cage movie of about fun cell times and cell phones. Uh, yeah, do we have to cover Linda's segment since so she's not here? Um. Well, we poker I, I, I mean, you know, here's here's the question: Were there nipples or butts? I honestly do you remember want any? To say, I there's want to sex say scenes. There were nipples, I think, but I don't. If there was a I nip slip, don't. I don't remember it. I think I wanted. Although, nipples, actually, so I I'm really them. close to that. Actually, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, I have it running silent in the background. I'm going to use the 10 second skip tool here. Yeah, because I, I could swear maybe there was nipples when uh, him and the, uh, whatever the fucking hooker's name was. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. She has her shirt off, but I don't know if we see things. Hold on. Yeah. I think you get side. This is very clinical right there. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, we got some side and, like, some yeah. potential, like, upper butt crack there. And, like, Cage has yeah. his shirt on because he's all modest. He was in prison. Yeah, we don't get to see uh, these prison scars or tats. That we didn't has. really want to see their clothes. Oh, we we do see Cage in the shower at one point. We don't see any yeah, dangus or yeah. anything, you know. No, so I guess no clothes dangus. off, everybody. That's what Linda would be saying if she wasn't at death's door. <laughs> oh, you know what Linda said? Nothing. She's in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh... By the oh. way, this is yet another. This is yet another uh, Cage movie where where he's with a a much younger lady who's like, yeah. "Oh, you're so big! Oh, you're so good! Oh my yeah. god, <laughs> your wing is my world right now!" Oh I'm, man, no, I love that. Who well, apparently like, like get... a movie? Your cock is the star! <laughs> oh my god! Apparently, they get all mushy for him once they have that Cage. So yeah. This is another thing that does that makes this not work for me. By the way, because it's like. I thought this movie was called Old Man, not like Studley McStud stuff. Yeah, well, even then, it's like they even tried to, I think, do another twist where possibly the prostitute he was with wasn't a prostitute or some yeah, such. Because yeah, yeah. Like well, they, well, they, because she calls herself Simone, and he keeps, yeah, he keeps imagining his dead wife when he's doing her. Yeah, and they use the same actress for it. She's even named for playing both characters. I did not pick up on that, but I guess it's the makeup and stuff. Okay. Yeah, but it's just also oh. when you find out that she has a a kid she tells him about, and then he sees her and the kids. Like, right, oh, and here, the kid's here's all my name money. is also Joey. Uh, he yeah, gives him the bag. and then he's like, and when they're out sense. front of that, like, two, two manicured, like, Canadian apartment building right there, and it's like. Yeah, yeah. Every, everything in this is like, this is, this is, this is, this is why you need to be careful about filming in Canada. It's all clean and stuff. Exactly, it's way too like, clean. What, what the heck? You know, maybe, maybe that's why this is just high art over there. But for us, we're just so internally upset because we know it's Canada. We're kind of uh, like the giants with Jack and the Beanstalk, where we can smell Englishmen. But like <laughs> instead, we smell Canadian, and it just starts making our American blood boil. Like fucking well, land of I mean, fucking niceness. 
Cronenberg was able to to create grit and atmosphere shooting yeah. in Canada. Like that did that didn't that didn't actually stop him, but he was an artist, unlike this cool guy. Oh God, exactly. Uh, yes. Remember Videodrome? Remember how grungy the real world is in Videodrome? All I that do. back alley shit, you know? Like I also remember beautiful. the fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, fucking Cronenberg, man. It's just it's all about locations when you're there. Yeah, what well, looks like it's it like and what doesn't. Well, you know, it's like it's like if you go to a location, like you'll notice something like 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 that that location is not equivocally anything. Yeah. But it becomes something depending on the angles you choose. Oh, absolutely. And it and it's all about that's that's what being a fucking director is all about. This is why the director is the most important job. It's like you're able you can create these things. You could create fucking atmosphere out of nowhere, you know. Well, exactly. It's something they used to say on the set of uh, Halloween of The Fog and Escape from L- our New York. John Carpenter would just stare at the scene they were going to use. And it's like he didn't storyboard a lot. He was just making the shit in his head. He's like trying to figure out how he's going to shoot what he wants yeah. and what he sees. And then they do it. And it's like, that's how you make your movie. And it came out well. This just seemed like a guy had a really neat idea, and then he didn't know how to follow through. Or like you said, you just follow a script beat for beat, but you yeah. don't have other people putting input saying, well, hey, this is a bank movie, right? Or this is a heist thing. There's a gang, and there has to be revenge, so why don't we put some action in this? It's like, no. It's just the laziest thing. Even Mel Gibson, when he's in Payback, and he's looking for 15 grand or some such, I think it was, from all yeah. these people. And they're all beating him up. It's like, it's still entertaining. There's action, there's comedy. Yeah, there, there were actual decisions made in that one, you know. And yes. the, and that's and there's another thing, too. It's like, it's like no matter how good your plan is, too, you have to be willing to roll with the punches and deal with, with shortcomings and changes as it comes along. Yeah, and I mean, and, even... In- and it doesn't look like there was... Like I, we don't know again, but like, like you get the impression that nobody really asserted, uh, you know, any, any, anything while, while doing this. Like, like no, 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 no script changes came down. It doesn't seem like, like, because like I figure, like Cage, you directed a movie, you yes. directed Sunny, and it's not great, but it's better than this. Exactly. Like you think you could like a little bit, like maybe help hold Koo's hand there a little bit, and like, okay, well, that's a pretty good idea. Consider this one. You know, yeah, some of that because uh, like it seems like he just gets ideas for his performance and the rest of it's does, just yeah. sort of over his head yeah exactly and that's why it doesn't translate because you're not seeing what's in his head you're not hearing that no yeah but no i was just thinking like the most god even before you get to the shootout with the dragon there's mm-hmm. only three scenes in this entire movie that kind of count for action and the saddest part is when he runs into the dragon at the escort place and yeah. then he runs out, that's more of just an encounter. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's, well, it, it, it it's really not like we much. get any memorable fight choreography It's like, like cage sort of yeah. goes after him. And then there's a sort of one-sided beating in the alley. Then cage goes for his gun and the dragon runs away. Yeah. And it's like, that's just a, not even a skirmish, just kind of an encounter, just, eh, but it's sad when the most you see, out of anyone emoting is after cage throws the prostitute out that he didn't order. And then the <laughs> pimp comes the in other requesting a thousand dollars. Yeah. And then cage just takes the gun away from him, holds him at gunpoint and like, Oh my God, what yeah, is this? It's action happening in a movie. That's being fancy pimp pistol. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're able yeah. to do the little posture type things. They're not able yeah. to do any kind of uh, set pieces or anything uh, like that. Yeah. I mean, but, it almost you know, comes off like those the passion projects from the 80s when you had people like the uh, – I think it was Lethal Justice. Um, just people that are like, I want to come off as the coolest guy in the world <laughs> and I'm going to film the most awesome badass action scenes where everybody wants me and everyone wants to be me. Oh, wait. You're talking about Get Even? Yeah, Get Even. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like that's kind of how Cage comes off where it's like he has these skills – but it's right. never put to any use, other than people just calling him old. Like even when he goes to get the uh, the guns, there's pe- gang ma- gang members hanging outside a house, and then he's like, "Oh, I see the gun you're using, and that's a piece of shit gun." Yeah, yeah, reliable. yeah. Because he knows everything about all the guns. Like you kids think they look cool, but they'll blow up in yeah. your hand. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, okay. no, you're no. That's yeah. Well, that's that also kind of goes hold hand in hand with the with a sad old man action movie. Is that yeah. is that they can't really do anything all that cool, but they got to make him awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah. like in that in that other like lazy way, it's like a Lynn Carter book or some shit. Because like, oh, you, like, like, like he makes the girl come even though she's a prostitute. Yes, and and uh, and uh, she wants oh, they to marry him. It happens. Yeah, and <laughs> 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 it's not just a job to her. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Um, no, and they got they got uh, and and the and the only bit of trivia like on anything too was like oh Cage learned to play piano for this role so you got the part where he's like I'm always chasing rainbows <laughs> yeah so so and and so it's uh you know he's doing the shimmy in the slide there um I yeah just, yeah. No, well, that's it's the thing. It's like it's like if you don't know how to intelligently apply your money, you know, your budget, you know, and if you, if you don't know how to make a little into a lot, like I don't think they really did know how to make a little into no. a lot. No, you resort no. to this other thing, where you, you but, decide like like well, you know, he's he's dying of a thing, but he's still a force to be reckoned with, and he's a stud, yeah. and he can sing, and yeah. I mean, it just it's funny going over that with him singing and playing the piano because it I. I really love my mind, but hate it when it draws things to my attention. It immediately reminded me of that scene in Cue the Winged Serpent when Michael Moriarty oh, starts doing that jazz killer scat. dream. <laughs> it's like, oh I my want God. that's another much better movie. Your bar here. And- <laughs> that was like that's like the best screen moment for Michael Moriarty too. Is that movie? Yeah, like 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 yeah. Uh, you know, apparently he does some of the same shit in Full Fathom Five, but I can't find that movie to stream. That I submarine would love movie to see he did that because I love that he does that, and he doesn't get the job. The bartender plays the jukebox instead, and yeah. carrying on his way out, it's like I thought you were pretty good. He's like, yeah, what the fuck do you know? <laughs> <laughs> they are Acting. no longer alive. <laughs> I love, oh man, Larry Cohen though, like, like again, another genius who made a lot uh, out of a little, cause like he'd just shoot New York without permits, like dodging the police yeah. and shit. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, people uh, like him and Roger Corman, they drew talent. They helped make and raise talented people. They did. Yeah. But they also had this knack for being able to get performances out of their people. No, it's, it's very, it's, it's, it's like really laudable from a couple of different standpoints. Like it's oh, just yeah, enjoyable absolutely. as genre exercises, but then you have to appreciate like, like there's a lot of commitment and artistry and a lot of integrity oh, yeah, yeah. too, you know, like, like Roger Corman would never pocket money. Like if he, if no. he came in under budget, he'd return money. 
Yeah. Like that's, you know how rare that is in Hollywood? You know, (laughs) you know why most of these recent movies we've been doing for Cage don't have reported budgets? It makes it easy to cook the books on these fucking things. Because somebody wanted another hot car, just like in this movie. Well, I mean, fuck, we just did that uh, Travolta thing, right? About Battlefield with franchise pictures, which on every movie they did committed fraud. Yeah. You know, the difference is that they got caught for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it was the same thing I think happened also in that uh, Wolves of Wall Street movie where the guy was fucking people over. And it's about a movie about a guy who's terrible. And he ended up giving uh, Leonardo a priceless artifact. And it turns out that it was stolen. <laughs> so then Leo had to go and return this. <laughs> Oh, he, he, he had to go to the remote village where it came from, and he said, Merry Christmas! Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, speaking God. of Christmas, I got some... I had oh, to hunt shit. down reviews. But, oh, uh, well, yeah, what did, I, it, what did all, the, uh, all, the, all the talented and insightful uh, <laughs> users say about this movie? You know, they, they were very reviews. short. They were very short about oh, a lot uh, of it. They were mercifully short, unlike the movie? Yes. Okay, let's, let's, uh, let's hear them. An, another in a series of awful screenplays, stagecraft and directors with Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage should be remembered for his previous great roles like The Rock, Gone in 60 Seconds, etc., etc. <laughs> oh, it's depressing it. to watch him go through the motions in a C movie. <laughs> and the very shortest, which I can appreciate, is Can I Have My 90 Minutes Back? please <laughs> but i i had to go on an adventure for this Your podcast 90 minutes was dead because the, whole the only review i found that actually had length and something to say to about it and had the most this was helpful review marks was written in german so oh, i had to go oh, and did get you this translate translated. from the german i had to get this translated from german in order to share it Oh, I'm kind of glad I did. This person had some articulated things to say. (laughs) Spiel mit mir, spiel mit mir. Another new film with Nicolas Cage that can only be described as underground. Like his colleague Seagal, and at an advanced age, only scrap productions are used. And I was a real fan once. Films like Gone in 60 Seconds, (laughs) Gone Air... Even in Germany, they don't have any taste. It's like our cult and milestones in the genre. All over, the guy just needs money. Bad story, stupid dialogue, and bad actors. And what is this film rated 18 approval for? Ridiculous. The stripes are completely superfluous. Oh, oh, okay. Alrighty. Because it's only rated R for sex stuff. Exactly. And in Europe, they don't care about that, unlike here. Yes, exactly. Because there's no, like you said, there's no action, so there's no violence. Yes, exactly. (laughs) That's why I'm like, why is this, like you said, rated at this age? This is like a G-rated movie in Europe. It's like, what? He said damn and jumped behind the bar. I didn't even see blood. (laughs) There was almost a gunfight at the bar that never happened. (laughs) I mean, I don't have a murder bono or nothing, but come on, man. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, I mean, otherwise, uh, everyone just complained 
about the same thing, but there are people that genuinely love this movie. Oh God, no, really? And vehemently. So, did they think it. that was clever? Like that bit? That bit? They, they that... did. Yeah, there was a lot of people that begin their reviews apologetically by saying, "If you're looking for a traditional action movie, look elsewhere." Oh, like, no, uh, I fucking, no. I fucking hate people who like think they found something deep, and then if somebody points out there's something wrong with it, like, "Well, I'm sorry, it's not a shallow action movie like Rambo for your stupid yeah. taste," and it's, it's like, like, "I'm sorry, you know, it's not a Marvel movie for you." Yeah, and it's like you know, you know that there's more, there's more subtleties in that. Shit's, shit's yeah. a little bit more granular. <laughs> You know, like 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 uh, when fucking Lost in Translation came out, and I'm like, no, sir, I don't oh, like God. it. And yeah. I was currently a film student, and I am fucking pretentious, and I can deal with a lot of movies that a lot of people can't sit through, like like a uh, you know fucking Andrzej uh, Tarkovsky movie. I'll watch the fuck out of one of those. Yeah, but Lost in Translation, it's like, eh, well, well, you didn't make it interesting, and to me, well, it also wasn't artistic. To, uh, going back to your film days, that's something I remember that uh, I got to witness from Linda at the college was something you and her had talked about and being so God awful to witness was somebody that spent 20 minutes filming the ocean at the dock in Seattle because they're trying to set a tone for their film. Oh, gee. And yeah. There was nothing but just a close up of waves crashing. And that's it. Yeah. It's, it's like people <laughs> editing. editing yeah it's 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 like you can you can you can you can you can put people into that mindset without wasting whole actual minutes yeah yeah (laughs) you don't have to be peter jackson before you ever made your fucking movie in most movies even in slow artistic ones like like the average shot length i think is usually not longer than like four or five seconds no no uh, and in and in a lot of a lot of more modern movies, it's changed somewhat. But in a lot of more modern movies this century, anyway, like like cuts generally happen two seconds or less. Well, yeah, and I mean that's even something. Um, and again, that's a lot of this is in my head because I recently reviewed them. But going back to Carpenter when he did Halloween, it's like people are like this is so cool. It just looks like one continuous shot from Michael Myers' perspective as a boy going through the kitchen, getting the knife, going up the stairway, putting on his mask, and killing his sister. But he even admitted it's like they wanted it to look that way, but it's not. It's like they handed off, they switched cameras midway through. Yeah, you can and fake tracking the same shots. Thing in, yeah. yeah, it's like they did the same thing in uh, Escape from L.A. where it looked like it was a continuous shot, but then they have a blackout oh, purposely. Oh, where they, where they go from uh, New York to L.A. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Because yeah, they, they're using that Sepulveda Dam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, these are creative things. This was actually neat. It's not somebody who's so pretentious, like, oh, we've got to do this because fucking hitchcock did this oh we gotta do this because this fat bastard over here got famous for doing it it's like no do your own thing it's like good we we all love hitchcock but uh you know he's not the last word in filmmaking yeah yeah you know like like uh you know i I used to like for me stanley kubrick used to be the be all end all and after a while i figured out it's like okay wait there's 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 more than like static uh drawn out and emotionless filmmaking you can be subjective sometimes too exactly and honestly like there's not there's no one way to do it just try to figure out a good way you know yeah well Orson Welles though yeah uh, well that's yeah. why I said Citizen Kane to a lot of people is boring but so is Blade Runner to some people they can't even make it through it so. well yeah it's well I guess for some people it really is it really does have to be a Marvel movie yes exactly <laughs> like Which okay so Cage got out of jail when does he get his psychic powers and rip a building in half 
<laughs> he never rips a building in half. This movie's bullshit. He just blasted that hooker's uterus with his ball. And then his like, son's oh like, hey, God. it's been a while since you made mercury. Yeah. It's like, well, to be literal, he's probably fapping all the time in prison. That's that's true. That's yeah. true. You know, that also those might have to do with his memory loss. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, all for dehydration. He didn't yes, either drink dehydration. He's just shooting dust now. <laughs> <laughs> he built a snowman in his cell. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, speaking of coming attractions, <laughs> I think that's a nice segue into your segment. Oh, oh, oh! Is Donnie? Is it? Is it time for? It is time for. Sequel! Return! More! Harder! Harder! (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I I have two, so I'll do one, and then you do one, and then I'll do one. Sound good? You can, because mine is incredibly short. (laughs) Oh, you got a short one this time. Okay. All right. Oh, God, Well, I'll start with my short one. I've got got one called Beat on a Brat with a Baseball Bat. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there's not much to this one. It's a horror anthology hosted by a John Carradine-esque cage, because he's getting a hell of old anyway. Uh, and it's just five stories about gangsters, each of which involves a ghost. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's actually a good improvement. <laughs> cool. It could be. Oh, Lord. I Mine is, uh, they, it's done kind of like, I'm trying to remember the name of the movie, but it's a making of documentary film where it's about the making of this movie. Oh, God. So we get to see the confusion on set of the actors not knowing what the hell they're doing and suddenly hearing the director yell, cut, that's great. And they didn't realize they were being filmed or they were acting. <laughs> and then you have things like the director the whole time is just coked up and smiling like this is going to be the greatest action movie ever released in Canada. And everyone else <laughs> just has no idea what's going on. <laughs> otherwise the closest i came up with a film is called rise of the dragon and it's just about what the dragon was up to in those 16 years nick cage was locked away <laughs> oh yeah no it's a movie about a guy getting really pampered and shit you know yeah yeah pampered and his whole plan for i'm gonna spend all my money on tattoos and get a dragon tattoo on my dick <laughs> Yeah, totally bitching. I'm the dragon. Beluga it caviar, dragon. <laughs> My TV is 10 feet wide, dragon. Yeah. Do you see? Do you see? <laughs> <laughs> He's so sly, but so am I. <laughs> Again, okay. another great movie. <laughs> uh, all these movies make us think of a lot of better movies. Exactly. Speaking of better movies, my second sequel return more harder is called Chasing Rainbows, uh, in which we cut in right at the end of of this movie uh, and Cage's son reveals to him that he is not, in fact, an angel, but was brought back from the dead by aliens. (laughs) And he's fine with this because the aliens give him all the space coke he can snort. All right. (laughs) And Cage, since he's been all shot up, he can now be like his son. And so he must terrorize the living in accordance with plan nine, just as Criswell (laughs) predicted. (laughs) As I predicted. (laughs) My friends, shall we punish the guilty? (laughs) I mean, yeah, you could do that whole, uh, 
drive angry thing or just, you know, have him yeah, come back from hell. And I like oh, I the was... space coke. I mean, that's <laughs> Chong did amazing with that in their own right. Well, you know, I actually was reading up on plan nine uh, this weekend. And I learned yeah. that, that uh, actually one of the reasons uh, people shit on it so much is there that the version of the movie that's on VHS is full mat. Oh, and most movies aren't meant to be projected full mat because if you see most movies, even major yeah. Hollywood movies, full mat, there are boom mics and crew members yeah, in the yeah. shot. That because so because sense. only part of the frame is supposed to be projected on the screen. Yeah. So a lot of the shit that uh, that that's dumped on Plan Nine is is basically unfair. That is sad. Yeah, but Michael Midvid's a giant asshole. So yeah. I mean, it's not like he'd listen if he was still alive. So thankfully <laughs> he's dead, dead, dead. <laughs> he's dead. Just like Cage's son. Oh, oh. you know, this, oh. this, uh, this could have been another role for Weston. I don't see why Weston didn't I, uh, yeah. go in this I mean, one. I you don't know? see like, same thing. Why he didn't decide to do like a uh, Will Smith and pull his son in. And... All right. You know, plus uh, that would have improved the soundtrack pretty vastly. It would have, and maybe Cage would have been a little more energized, but well, then again, yeah. he was pretty energetic for an old man, wink, wink, but yeah. his son was just not in it at all. He's like, yeah, whatever, I'm dead, you're just seeing me in your It's head. like, oh, look, yeah, no, look, his, his, uh, his kid's a real modern, like, uh, emo kind of beta guy yeah. with, that, with that beard. and Yeah, beard texting not talking <laughs> yeah 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 it's like i'm going nonverbal right now and you need to respect that yes twitter twitter myspace that's how he talks. <laughs> <laughs> donnie i guess we're just a couple of boomers yeah. <laughs> hash brown that and put it on the internet <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so jay what'd you think of that movie it stinks i guess i guess it's time for that uh that other segment Uh, yeah it's time for that old face-off of face-offs it's the face-off yeah and it is appropriate i guess maybe well things do need to change Oh, Although, on a lot of these, you just kind of shrug. and would be like, man, it's like trying to polish a fucking turd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the best I could think of to polish this is yeah. I had one actor playing Frank, Q, and Joey. And that's John Travolta. Oh! <laughs> Simon, or Simone, is played by the Apple app Siri, and Jimmy the Dragon is Nicolas Cage because I kept thinking if he played the dragon oh. like he did his character in Deadfall, this would have been perfect. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, and that would have been the reunion movie. Yeah, yes, All that right. was so much. Yeah, I'm on so much board with that. Yeah. All right, I I can dig it. I can dig it. All right, and so I. So, I, I, mine is actually based on an early impression I had while watching the movie, or rather an early sort of, I wish it was this other movie kind of thing, which later on proved to be correct early enough. So this is a 1999 version, uh, starring Denzel Washington, uh, for the son, Joey, we've got Bokeem Woodbine, uh, for trip, I cast Marshall Mathers. Oh, wow. Uh, for Q, I cast Louise Guzman. 
Uh, Miguel Sandoval as the guy with the baseball bat, because frankly, the guy with the baseball bat scene is straight out of Queer and Present Danger anyway. Absolutely. Uh, Angela Bassett as the number one hooker lady. (laughs) Holly Berry as the other hooker lady. Oh my. (laughs) Yeah, see, all star fucking studded, right? (laughs) You can't touch me. (laughs) This is, this is Holly Berry recreating her performance from Jungle Fever. (laughs) I was thinking Monstrous Ball, but that's a better, that's a better well, call. Anything where she's kind of that way. Um, <laughs> and I got musical score from Basil Poldoris, cinematography from Robert Richardson, because I'm going with what's best, a screenplay oh by Norman Wexler. And, uh, of course, this, this is the one that cinches it all for director. I have David Fincher. There you go. Because <laughs> this, this was Fight Sense or The Sixth Club. Yeah, the sixth club is better. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know. Batter up. (laughs) (laughs) Beat on a brat. Beat on a brat with the baseball bat. Oh, oh. That's still the funniest funniest damn thing in this movie is him carrying around in his money bag these baseball bats. He's just got a shitload of baseball bats. Yeah, not only did he make them, but they're in high demand. From all across the country, they were making these. I was a baseball bat making king slash gangster you know <laughs> so you yeah, know maple's pretty good oh that's cedar though that's different yeah oh. like oh you're selling drugs now just like your dad oh that's cool oh your little boy he he sees you doing all this gangster shit well let me give him a baseball bat they should have just like pushed the baseball imagery throughout and at the end it should have just turned into tony scott's the fan See, that would have been even funnier if, like, he was, like, carrying a baseball with him at all times, just kind of tossing it around, and it's like he even... Yeah, because it that's like, an old man thing, outside. like, like he's, yeah. he's got, like, a really weathered mitt, you know, like, they should they should have given him the gray hair, and he's, like, giving kids worthers and shit. Yeah. <laughs> God, it could have been a lead-in to this movie suddenly turning into, like, a corrupt, the bad news bear. <laughs> It's <laughs> like the, the syndicate wants to get into corrupting these kids' baseball games. Gee, Coach Cage, why do we keep touring these Bush League towns? Well, these <laughs> towns are very special people living in them. Yeah, just just keep beating up this bag that keeps moving with your bats. It's going to build up the strength <laughs> when you hit the ball, kid. Come on. <laughs> and, and it all turns out it's a big prequel to the Warriors because that's how we got the baseball theories. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> in the oh. city. Oh. Well, I can see them finding their fucking outfits and putting their face paint on at the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. They're like the Wolverines or some shit, you know? <laughs> this is what we do. They're all taking hits off an inhaler, you know? <laughs> Doing whippets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then oh. instead of having the stupid luxury car he's doing donuts in the school bus you know <laughs> yeah oh again man. great movie opportunity <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, uh, a score to settle everybody <laughs> is there any wisdom in this at all other than just uh, what am i doing <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh real wisdom probably well uh uh yeah, if you just if you if you get back together with your estranged junkie kid, just buy him a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, that's how you parent. Just yeah. buy everything and, you can. And he won't be an estranged bitter junkie anymore. He'll be a friendly ghost. That'll be fine. Yes. Yes. 
wow. Uh, I, oh, God. Is it the... <laughs> The way this is, it's like they shot it in fucking Fargo or some shit, and he's supposed to be taking on, like, big-time gangsters. It's like, you're yeah. taking on fucking Wisconsin farmer, farmers and shit or something. Exactly, but it just lacks the charm of how stupid they are. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Ah. Uh, oh, yeah, God. Yeah, I, so... I have no wisdom. It's just, again, just... The whole, <laughs> okay, what am I doing here? Who are you? <laughs> Yeah, uh, fucking. That's uh, uh, as 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 usual. I'm very disappointed, Mister Joshua. Um, it's yeah, it's it's like you know you you had you had an opportunity to kind of get your head above water there and make it a little bit better than than some of those. Uh, some of, what the fuck have we done recently? Like 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 the totally half-assed between worlds, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, or the well, no-assed to eleven. As much yeah. as we shout on that movie. <laughs> At least that had action. That was, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, this, this, this isn't that fucked up. Speaking of cheapo shit from Canada, yeah, no, hum- yeah. humanity, humanity bureau as as sub asylum and bargain basement as that is, was a more consistent and film that delivered better on its promise than this did. Absolutely, because this is this is like we're down here in two eleven territory here. <laughs> yeah, but like, hey, almost. at least at least next week. We should have a much, much better movie compared to all the shit we've been watching. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Oh. Oh, we're finally yeah. there. Okay. We're, yeah, we're, we're finally there. We're, we're fucking full circle now. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Okay. Well, uh, here it's, uh, since Linda's at, at uh, you know, on the deathbed here, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give the spiel. Um, She's at home washing her tights. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so anybody who 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 decided to listen to an episode about a score to settle, settle even if you never watched the movie um uh please listen follow rate and review cage's kiss on the apple Podcasts and that pod chaser and yeah. uh check out our stuff that's on youtube for a variety of reasons and uh, you can look at our Patreon because that's at patreon.com forward slash cages kiss. K. How do you spell that? C A G E S K I S S dot com. The C and the K are capitalized. Calvin yeah. Klein, please don't sue us. Um, yeah, please don't. <laughs> Gene Simmons, we lowercase the rest of Kiss. <laughs> uh, 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 why did Eddie Van Halen die when somebody else could have died? Somebody else somewhere. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And folks at home, remember that you can find Cage's Kiss on Facebook and Twitter. And Linda does that stuff. And uh, it's uh, at Cage's Kiss. You know, it's a website and stuff. Uh, dot com. Cage's Kiss dot com. Yeah. There's no apostrophe. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you can write to us because Cage's Kiss at Gmail dot com. That's us, too. And I think Linda also does something with uh, yeah, bitches she, or some kind of and... she does a, a, a magic uh, flying bitch show. Yeah, yeah, it's called Golden Girls or Golden Showers. Yeah, or yeah, like when that. when and showers uh, were bed knobs. Um, yes, when showers were knobs. That's what <laughs> it's called, and it's all about yeah. old people, just like this movie. It's all about bitches and history and your favorite familiars. 
<laughs> or maybe it's uh, when girls were golden and bed knobs and broom flicks. We can't confirm. Uh, look at our website, guys. You know. Yeah, yeah. Donnie has stuff up. on that website, don't you? Yeah, and I think the golden showers is the one with the licks. That's what they say. That's oh what yeah, something, make something yeah, good. yeah, yeah. It's not spelled with an X. It's spelled uh, L I C K S. Yeah, broom licks. Meow. flicks. Yeah. <laughs> um, Donnie, you you do internet things, right? You post that second episode of of uh, your your bottle. Oh God, I was supposed to have that last night, but then what? YouTube was like, "No, it's too big a file." I'm oh, like, what? F what? You. The, they have ten hour videos on YouTube. I know, but my internet sucks. It's like literally that we felt so upgraded when they said that, hey, you've got like a 10 megabyte connection, but you have like a 2 megabyte upload. What? So, yeah. uh, I am on the internet, and as Adrian was saying, I have a YouTube channel as Unreal Goals, and that show is called Wisdom in the Bottle. We'll be posting our rants, I promise, after Halloween. We have been super busy working on the website for Cage's Kiss doing reviews where the theme has been not just a horror movie a day, but horror movie sequels that I feel hold up to the originals. So you can check that out also on cageskiss.com slash Donnie's Reviews, I think is the thingy. You'll find it. It's in big, bold letters where you can also see work by our friendly neighborhood, Adrian. Ah. Um, also, Unreal Goals on Twitter. The Boy Who Blew on Red Tube, and that's about all I've got to offer. Adrian? Oh, well, I'm I'm online most places as Leo the Fox, uh, L-E-O-T-H-E-F-O-X, all lowercase, all one word. There is a different Leo the Fox on the internet. There's one on Etsy that makes kids clothes, and there's one who's just some furry person who I guess... But I'm not that one. I'm the one on DeviantArt and uh, and the one on uh, on, on Patreon. And I've been the one on DVR for 14 goddamn years, and I will not be unseated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on there, Come on on that, and on uh, Patreon, I'm still doing the Inktober. It's almost done, thank God. Oh, right. uh, it will be done by the time this episode posts. Yeah. And by that time, also, we'll have our 29th issue of Dreadful Tales out for that group that I run with my friend uh, Edie Phoenix. And uh, that one, we've been doing it. It's our pulp magazine group. We've been putting out an issue once every two months, and it's been running for five years now. Damn. And I actually just uh, posted the final chapter of the novel that I've been pu- putting up on there piece by piece for that same amount of time. Kudos on that. Yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been an experience. It's, yeah, it's, it's a journey, all right. Yeah, it's a draft, everybody. I need to re- rewrite the whole fucking thing. <laughs> um, so I guess you're going to be hearing from us next week because we're going to cover something that's not such a piece of shit. We're going to do Color Out of Space. <laughs> we're going to do cocaine and watch Color Out of Space because, yay, we Stanley. Should, you should do all the cocaine and have some brownies like those fudgy ones. Yes, we're going to host a special screening of this on an island where we're going to make ourselves look like extras for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like Firefest 2, kids. Uh, um, and apparently that movie, you can stream it for free with a subscription to Shudder. Uh, and yes. uh, you can otherwise uh, rent it or buy it streaming on the usual platforms like Amazon Prime, Redbox, and Apple. 
Apple. Apple. Don't Apple. Buy Apple. Apple. Yeah. I, well, I. I mean, you know. Those are options our listeners have. We ourselves may explore things. Other avenues? Yeah, like being a ghost in a hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, if I'm not even here. Missed it, he's fucking dead. <laughs> this isn't even a podcast. This is just Adrian talking into a microphone. <laughs> oh my god! I was dead the whole time! Oh my oh god! Oh my god! <laughs> da, 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 Peach. I could eat a peach for hours. Please. Kiss me. What's up, Hushlings? I'm Declassified Dave. And I'm Mystery Mike. We're joined by our protege, Slick Frank Sanders. Frank Sanders here. How's it going, Hushlings? Join us Mondays for the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour. Follow along Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And listen on all streaming platforms at our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Hush Hush Society. Remember, the best kept secrets are hidden in plain sight. <laughs>